when I was doing dope, and we were buying oxys, like the real oxys. Yeah, they're twenty five to forty bucks a piece. They were a dollar a milligram yeah. when I was, and we yeah. were buying eighties. That's yeah. eighty dollars to get high for a couple hours. <laughs> eighty dollars. That's a dollar a milligram, and now you got kids out here buying eighties, quote unquote eighties counterfeit eighties mm-hmm. for for a few dollars. That's a that's a red flag. Like they're not going that cheap, so it's counterfeit. Oh yeah. You know, so have the conversations with your kids. Let them know the dangers. It's it's important that we because the last thing you wanted to be doing is sitting here next week and going, man, I wish I would have, I wish I would have, I wish I would have listened to two of them on talk hard. So I'll just give it to you straight. All you ignorant parents out there, they're like, my kid would never. You're stupid. You are about as stupid of a parent as anybody could get, and it's because you're more concerned with the stigma of somebody finding out about your child than you are about the reality of someone being there to bury your child. I wish I knew the statistics on kids that that took drugs versus kids that don't. (laughs) I think he's trying to copy me. What up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast, where we are live in Miami, Florida today, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. We have a great show. We have an epic show. We have myself and Mr. Brian Gordon. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I guess that's your Sorry, interpretation. I'm, I'm trying, Mr. Mr. Norman. Yes. Don't make me call you by your biblical name. I'll don't, do you, don't you call me by my government. <laughs> no, seriously, man. I am excited about the show, guys. I, I don't want you guys to miss this show because it is vital. I want to put a disclaimer. And I guess I wouldn't call it a disclaimer, but it kind of needs to be like if I need I need if, if you're if you're a parent of any of a of children. I guess it had to be children. If I mean, you're a it parent, could happen to your dog, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it has. I yeah. bet there's Chris. Look up the cases. <laughs> No, but if you're a parent, man, and, and, and you need to watch this show, you yes. need to pay attention because yes. there is a an epidemic that's getting, I'm going to call it what it is, it's getting swept under the rug. You know, it's uh, it, it was it's outshined by the other. Oh, speaking of, hold on, hold on, hold on. That reminded me, I have to tell everybody a quick story because I had the most amazing liberal moment of my life. Can you say that? Yes. That's right. still not in the... Guys, uh, hold on. pay attention. You gotta listen. I am. All We're right. sponsored by Liquid Death, by the way. So, I go in the gas station real quick on the way here, and as I'm coming out, somebody says, is that yours? And they're pointing at the Porsche. And I'm like, yeah. And he says, that's cute. He said cute. Now, I could have been woke. Uh, uh, I could have been woke and been like, how dare you offend me? And call my Porsche a handcrafted German machine that has created one of the most iconic 911 vehicles in the world. But instead, I just chose the right wing side and I said, thank you. And then I left. He's a cute though. What it's okay. It, it is it? cute. I'm not. I would have just been stewing on it. People car. call me cute all the time. It's cool. Well, you are cute, but well, but you calling a manly. Beast of a machine, cute. It's I guess. Okay. I guess that's Listen, calling. It's that's all the about same thing as calling you cute, though. That's my point, right? It's all about perspective. <laughs> I could have been a jerk right there and been like, "Are you trying to be smart and start a fight with him and then try to go get him fired?" Mm. But instead, oh, he I just there. said, "Thank you." No, but I'm sure I can find his job and then do that whole. But little- he said, "Cute." Is it- <laughs> 
was he was he <laughs> did he put a voice on it like oh, that's either, either a he was being a smart ass or b he was hitting on me and either way i'm technically okay all right it's then. all good i'm secure i'm married and we're cool from now we're gonna get him a bump a uh, uh, license plate like my front. cute it's just gonna say cute it's cute i'm gonna order a plate right now it says cute cute it's cute Anywho, <laughs> Jesus, I'm so glad we get, ah, my life is forever changed now. Yep. No, seriously though, I, like I want to talk about this cute. show, <laughs> this show, can we get to the show yes, please? Yes, yes, Ah, oh, the show, the show, oh, epidemic yes. sweeping the nation, and that is, it's the number one killer of kids right now from, I think like 16 to 29. Actually, they've actually read it all the way up to... 49. Oh, 16 to 49. Number one killer in America. And that is fentanyl. Yep. That is, and I'm going to assume uh, 90%, 98% of that is is counterfeit pills. Well, here's the thing. People, so when this whole first pandemic came out and they were like, well, you know, drug overdose is a choice, right? It's different when it's an epidemic that's sweeping the nation and none of us have a choice. And my argument to that is, it's not a choice. My no, argument, you know, not, what, you know what I'm going to say? F*** you. <laughs> Honestly. These kids, these kids are being poisoned. Bottom line. You know what you think you're taking. That's the difference. If you knew that it actually had something in it that would kill you, I highly doubt you would. The majority of people would actually take it. The majority of people that are dying right now are being poisoned. Even if they like, so people do. People like fentanyl. People seek seek out fentanyl for sure. You it's know, the I mean? cheapest but, way to get that high. I, but they like know I, when when you know you're I taking fentanyl, yeah. you know how cautious you're going to be, right? Yeah. Um, I would say upwards of, you know, the kid. Uh, let's just say we lost a hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, a hundred thousand kids from the ages of sixteen to forty nine. Last year alone, alone to overdoses, right? Yeah. I'm not talking all the other deaths that come with yep. drug and drug addictions, right? I'm talking about overdoses alone. And I think the number is upwards in 70% of those are fentanyl deaths. Yeah. Go check out. So, so, and, and, and I'm going to say even upwards of that is, 65 of those are accidental overdoses from fentanyl. So I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast. It's kind of where some of this came up. And he was talking to Dr. Phil about this. And they had recently, in October of 21, they had busted a fentanyl lab, basically making these pills, right? In Mexico or yeah, here? Yeah, just south of south us. South of the border. Yes. So they had busted a lab out there Tijuana, that, was, I would that was able to pump out 70 million pills a month. Of which, 40% are lethal. That's 28 million lethal pills. And I'm going to guess that a large, most of, I'm going to say most of, of those are coming to America. Well, I mean, it's much easier to get them here, just over the border, than it is to take them anywhere else. So that being said, like, so fentanyl is a synthetic, it's a synthetic drug, right? Oh, we're it's, going full conspiracy theory on this one. I love it. It is. It's synthetic. It's not real. It's made. I'm going to tell you right now. It's, it's made in China. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's yep. made in China. Yep. Right. But 
the thing about that is nobody's buying dope from China. I mean, there might be some kids out here or, or like Chris and then are fluent with the with the web. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that can do that. But the thing of it is, it's the cartels, the Mexican cartels. Yep. They're buying it from China. Mm-hmm. They're getting it shipped here in the in the tons. Yeah. For for you, I think you can buy a, a a ton of fentanyl for like five dollars. Oh, it's it's, it's ridiculously cheap. Don't even it's, you it's, know what I mean? Like and 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 what they're doing is they're shipping it to, to Mexico. Mexican cartels buying it. They're pressing the pills. They're shipping it to America. And they're highly qualified labs, regulated labs, FDA that are full of very intelligent scientists that are actually trying to cure oh, pain. Jesus. Yeah, so... I mean, uh, I'm trying to fit, play devil's advocate nah, here. It's listen, kind of straight face. Fentanyl, fentanyl is 50 times more stronger stronger than heroin and yep. 100 times stronger than morphine. Mm-hmm. It is a crumb. And that's why I say it's a, a crumb of fentanyl. Like, two or three crumbs of fentanyl will kill the average person. Its period. original purpose... Drop dead, no coming back, dead. Its original purpose crumbs. was to make the worst cancer patients as comfortable as possible. Yeah, but you put that one crumb, dead. you put that one crumb and you chop it up in a million pieces and you put it in several, 50 pills. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. The, when it was created, it was created to make people comfortable while they died and that I can have some respect for because I don't even want to know what that would be like, right? When they've reached the level where other medications were not serving its purpose that they had found this. Now, I'm going to go full conspiracy theory on this because... I've read The Art of War, and in The Art of War, it states that the best way to win a battle is to never have to fight in it. Oh, my God. That is how you win a war, is to never fight a battle. So you're saying... So I'm saying... What, what you're saying is this is not... This is not... This is not overdoses. This is not drug addicts. This, this is, is a legitimate attack on America because they know what they're capable of. They know... You have to know your enemy. What do you know about America? We have the biggest... We love drugs. Problem with drugs. We love drugs. In the world. Yes. Right? So know your enemy and never have to fight them. What do you do? I'm going to ship you a bunch of drugs that you can get for free. Well, the thing about it, and the reason I wanted, I want parents to watch this, literally, like, I heard Dr. Phil say it too. I want you guys to, if you're a parent, mom, dad, if you're an aunt, an uncle, uh, your neighbor's got kids, well, you probably shouldn't talk to them until you talk to them. Don't just go over to your neighbors. <laughs> That's probably going to, you're probably going to get a case for that. But, like, literally, you... We, we need to have conversations. Because safe conversations. This is the key factor here. They need to be safe conversations. Do not punish your kid for making a poor decision. Have a conversation with them and let them understand the ramifications of their decisions. Don't ground them and punish them and make them want to do things behind your back. Because as kids, they're going to do it anyways. You have to have a comfortable conversation with them where they feel safe enough to express their mistake and learn from it. But the thing about that, and I agree thousand, thousand percent, be a, be a good parent. You know, kids are going to do things. It's, it's going to be, if they're not doing it in high school, they're going to do it in college. They're going to do drugs period. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying all kids do drugs, but I'm saying a large percentage of them do. Yeah. <laughs> so the point Definitely. is, the point is drugs is not drugs anymore. You, we got pressed pills. They are counterfeit pills being pressed being sold as percocets hydros they're putting it in weed they're putting it everywhere they're putting it in coke to put it in and what the conversation needs to be about is informing your children Mm -hmm. that these is what that this is what's happening 
100,000 kids died last year because mm-hmm. of this, and this is why. And this is, you think you're buying a Xanax. You think you're buying a hydrocodone, but you're not because I guarantee 100%. I can't even say that, but I bet you it's 90 some percent of every pill being sold right now on the streets mm-hmm. is not real. For sure. It's a pressed pill. It's a pressed Xanax. It's a pressed hydrocodone. It's not real. Well, they've regulated our medication to such a level, which I'm exactly. all for. I'm exactly. not against that. However, when you've regulated to the point where, like, if you lose a prescription. You can't get it. You literally have to go, like, call your insurance company, file a police report, get them involved with it. They have to sign off on it. Then you have to go physically to your doctor. And do a whole new eval before you can just get a refill on a lost or stolen medication. So just know this. Inform your children if they're buying a, a, a Xanax off the street that they're going to die. Because that's, the, that's, that's what we're playing. It's Russian roulette. I was if, just going to say that. It, you'd, you'd be better off taking a, a, a revolver and a you have this. more of a chance in a six caliber barrel yeah. and lock it in place. I mean, if it were my child, no BS. Uh, that's what I would do. I would you grab have, the revolver, six... I would slide it in the chamber, I would spin it, cock it, set it down on the table, and said, you can take the pill or you can because they're both about the same reaction. Well, here's the thing, too. You have a better chance of living from the revolver. One in six, depending on the revolver. One in six, right? And they're saying that 40% of all the counterfeit pills have a lethal dose in, do, dose in them. Right. So 40 so actually like loading two. Rounds in the chamber. There you go. So it's actually safer. <laughs> and that would actually be like loading two rounds in other spots, not and just back to back. And the reason we're <laughs> saying, the reason I'm saying this, the reason we're saying this like in a direct manner is because it's that deep. It's, it's, it's that deep. It's, it's heart wrenching. And the, the sad part about it is the people that experience it feel so much shame that they don't share it. Because now their kid's the one. Because we don't take it as an accidental poisoning. Your kid's the druggie that OD'd. And that's what everybody's going to talk about. They don't make it safe for even the parents to express what has happened. Because now you're just the parent of the druggie. Stigma. It's ridiculous. And the thing about it is it's not the druggies anymore. We're not killing off the drug addicts. We're not. No. I mean, and, and, and we are, right? We're dying. Us, sure. I'm a drug addict. I'm yep. clean. You know, I'm, a, I'm in recovery. I work a program. Um, but we're not killing off the drug addicts, just the drug addicts anymore. It's these kids in college who are taking, I mean, the name of this, we're going to call this episode One Pill Kills. Because one time, there's so many stories, and you could just look, just Google it. There's so many stories of a kid who took their very first Peel, or did their very first line and are no longer on the earth. Well, the one that they were talking about in the episode was it was Adderall. Yeah. Which is not supposed to put you to sleep (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination. Not to mention Adderall comes scored. So you can break it into and take it in increments depending on the level. Right. But most of them have a score to them. They usually have an X in them. So she broke it in half and then broke it in half again. So if that were a 20 milligram pill, she was taking five milligrams of the pill and was dead before she hit the floor. That's Let that sink in for a minute. I'm serious. Like, and that's the same with Xanax bars that you, that you think that these kids think they're buying. They think they're buying Xanax bars and they, you know, they're scored too. And the, the simple fact is, you know, it, 
that's the whole point of this is so you can have conversations. So you're aware that there's a good chance that if your kid decides to experiment and do a drug, mm-hmm. there's a, I'm saying there's a upwards of 60% chance that that kid is going to die from it. But here's one thing. I and don't that's understand. crazy. Again, I'm going to go full conspiracy on this and I don't even care right now. So if our president or past president, the one that was before the one that's currently in office is it goes onto his platform and says something that incites violence, right? And I don't know how many people died during January 6th. I think it was like four. It wasn't like a crazy number, right? I it was like one. And it turned into this massive situation. However, we have a lot of other presidential figures that are endorsing and okay with and hanging out with these rappers that make all of this crap cool on their platform, and thousands of people are dying, and we're doing nothing about it. I don't even. So it's okay. You 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 can't attack our capital, which we actually own as citizens because we pay for the damn place. However, you can attack our children. That's cool. It's all good. Don't worry about it. We got plenty of those to go around. A hundred thousand kids last year. A hundred thousand, and I I'm going to say this. I'm going to predict this. That number is going to double this year. There's very very few. It's going to freaking double. There's very few. Almost OD'd. It's not like you're going to get a chance to talk about this again. Your kids either going to die or they're not. And it's usually they didn't because they didn't do the drug or they just got really, really lucky. Or there's Narcan available, you know, and that's something you better hope you catch them in time. Still, this is all a timing factor. You don't have you have but minutes. I know. And that's the thing, too. I want to push this on everybody, too, is one, have the conversation with your children. Be 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 nosy, right? Be, be very, don't let your kids have freaking Snapchat. Take that off, actually. You know what I mean? Well, they're like, ordering it on TikTok. Order it on Snapchat. Snapchat, I think, is the was it the Snapchat one? It's both. I thought it was TikTok too. It's Instagram. It's and they're using emojis, which right? conveniently so, happens to be owned by China. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. There is a the F or the DEA put out a list of um of emojis that are are mm-hmm. you know uh, I don't know codes. Yep. Emoji codes. Yep. I guess. So the codes. Chris is gonna put them down there somewhere. The emoji codes. Yeah, Chris is gonna share some of these codes. And it's something for parents to watch out for because these codes are being used on Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. And, and, and you guys think that's crazy. Like, oh, no, literally, you can literally get on Snapchat and there's all these there's, there's plugs on Snapchat that are out there seeking out children mm-hmm. and saying, we have this, we have, we have gas, we have this, we have that. And we will make it easy and safe and deliverable. And, what they mean and by they safe, deliver the what mean by safe is that you won't get arrested for it. No, you'll just die instead. That's cool. Uh, and, and 100, this is a fact, 100% of all drugs that's sold on these uh, social media sites are counterfeit. They are fentanyl. Oh, 1,000%. One, you know what I mean? There's not enough money in it the other way. The medication that's real is quite expensive. Oh, that's the other thing, too. And, and it's cheap. It's cheap. And I probably, when I was doing dope, and we were buying oxys, like the real oxys. Yeah, they're twenty five to forty bucks a piece. They were a dollar a milligram yeah. when I was, and we yeah. were buying eighties. That's yeah. eighty dollars. Take it high for a couple hours. <laughs> eighty dollars. That's a, a dollar day. a milligram. And now you got kids out here buying eighties, quote unquote eighties, counterfeit eighties mm-hmm. for for a few dollars. That's a that's a red flag. Like they're not going that cheap, so it's counterfeit. Oh yeah. 
You know, so have the conversations with your kids. Let them know the dangers. It's it's important that we because the last thing you want to be doing is sitting here next week and going, man, I wish I would have, I wish I would have, I wish I would have listened to two of them on talk hard. So I'll just give it to you straight. All you ignorant parents out there, they're like, my kid would never. You're stupid. You are about as stupid of a parent as anybody could get, and it's because you're more concerned with the stigma of somebody finding out about your child than you are about the reality of someone being there to bury your child. I wish I knew the statistics on kids that that took drugs versus kids that don't. I bet it's slim. If I were a gambling man... At least, I mean, kids are... I mean, we're going to do something. If I were a gambling man, I I, I would randomly pick kids out... And be willing to be like, I got 5,000 that kid has done or will do drugs in the next five years. I uh, used And to I'd speak, be very wealthy. I used to speak at schools, and I would have them kids put the hands up on, uh, you know, we, we talked about a lot of things, bullying and, 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 and being bullied and, right. and actually you know, bullying. And then we talked about drug addiction, and we talked about how many kids have uh, parents that, you know. And it's, it's hard to get them to raise their hands on certain things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I'd ask how many people has ever done any kind of drug or drank whatsoever, and I don't know, Chris, you was there, and a lot of those, man, like almost every hand would go up. And these are, I'm talking to 13, 12, 13, 14-year-olds. You know what I mean? Again, it's for me. It's, so for it's you just, to think that you're that not my child. Well, maybe maybe your child isn't anything like that. Maybe your kid's a good kid. Maybe your child is uh, good good in school. Got good friends. Goes is is in football or cheerleading and does really well. Very definitely nice. doing drugs in. <laughs> You just gave the stigma uh, for the typical druggie. Right. But honestly, like when I was a kid, we had drug addicts and we stuck to our own. We was the kids over there that didn't go to school often and we rode skateboards and we did the thing. But nowadays you got cheerleaders snorting lines in the locker rooms and dying. It's scary. Kids are overdosing in high school, in middle school. And if you think your kid isn't one of those, maybe he or she is not, but he or she could be tomorrow. We just need to change our focus. We need to stop worrying about whether or not your kid called somebody else by the wrong pronoun (laughs) and start worrying about whether or not your kid's going to take a pill from he, she, them, they, their exclamation point. I don't really care. A lot of beeping going on. We need to start really being concerned on what your kids are doing, not what they're saying. I don't believe this. I don't believe this. This is way more important right now. It is. It is. Teachers are allowed to dictate so many things, and yet they're not focused on the actual problem. I don't know one person that has died because I mistook you for the wrong pronoun. I'm sorry. But show me the kid that had a heart attack. Sorry, Chris, but I'm going off right now. Because somebody said my name was he. (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh. We need to change our focus. Seriously, though, like, and I think a lot of, you know, because the fentanyl overdose deaths kind of hit around the same time as the quote-unquote pandemic, mm-hmm. right? And it took the focus completely off off the, you know, off what I consider the real pandemic, the real epidemic, which is drug indi- drug addiction and drug overdoses. So here's right? where it, it here's where it it, it it had like a domino effect. We we start removing very important things, in my opinion, from the school system, like the Pledge of Allegiance, which was just a way of standing up and showing respect for the fact that you get to learn in a free country. There was no other narrative behind it. Then you take God out of the school. 
You're more concerned with some of the stupidest things ever. And what that caused was a lot of confusion in the household causing mental health problems. Mental health problems stem and cause drug addiction. Because now I got all this crap going on in my head that doesn't make any sense. And I want it to shut the hell up. So I need to do something about it. And if I can't talk to my parents in a safe space, and most of the therapists that I talk to have no idea what I'm talking about. Or care. Or really care, as long as they're getting their $100 an hour. Yeah. And all they're going to do is say, no, you just took the wrong drug. Here, let me write you a new one. <laughs> I'll give you something different. <laughs> oh, you're a meth addict. Let's get you on Adderall. Absolutely. Oh, you're an opiate addict. You're just Let's struggling get you to on focus. Let's get you on something else. Let's get you on the same thing, just it's coming from me. <laughs> it's actually the same thing. You know, if we could just shift our focus back to what matters or, or you know what? Fine. Let, let's play super devil's advocate. How many kids are enough for you guys before we actually do something? Give me a number. Half a go. million, a go. million. What's the number before it's OK? Before we're finally like, OK, I'm done. Before it's finally, Yep. And it really what this is, though, is. We as Americans, we as people, we as humans need to stop waiting for the government or or our local leaders to stand up and make some changes when actually the changes can take place in your house. The changes can play, take place in your house from having a comfortable space for your children to talk to you about the desire to want to try things, to experiment, to, oh, my buddy did this, and we was at a party, and this was going on. They need to have that open space to where they can actually have that conversation, not only have it, but want to have it with their mom or their dad. You know what I mean? Like, hey, dad, like, man, look, I went to this party last night and there was people drinking and there's some people over here snorting lines. I kind of wanted to do it. I didn't. Thank God. And, you know, and, and then all this stuff like they And then that's the conversation. That's the bridge to have a real conversation about what is actually going on out here in the drug. Because the, the game has changed since you and I were in it. You know, the game has changed. We used to have drugs that wouldn't kill you. But I also used to have to, like, page my drug dealer and wait for his pager to go off and him find the nearest payphone and then there finally no, get to me. no Snapchat emojis? No, I didn't have like the power yeah. that I had with instant everything, instant everything. But what I'm really lost at right now is two fat with underlying condition died of COVID. We shut the whole country down. A hundred thousand kids die and nah, we're good. And, and, and look, if you really look at it, like addiction as a whole, like 200,000 people died last year from alcohol and alcohol-related deaths and drug addiction. And listen, I'm not, dis I'm not saying COVID is not a real thing and that we shouldn't have reacted. What I'm saying is, why can't we still react? Why aren't we reacting to what is still a normal crisis? It and I'm not saying shut the country down because that's not going to fix it. narrative. It's got to fit the narrative. Okay, so all drug dealers out there right now vote Democrat if... They will shut the country down and take care of you <laughs> for having a drug problem. Maybe then, maybe, maybe. Did I go too far? Uh, we're getting. Canceled. I'm hoping that maybe we, that'll, getting, you know yeah. maybe. I don't. Let's know. just let's let's. I'm gonna hashtag all drug addicts are Democrats, and then maybe they'll do something. I don't even think drug dealers give it. <laughs> uh, they like their free money. You're like we can't vote. We have a felony. Bull. Guys, listen. You don't I, have to be a citizen. You don't have to be alive, I, and you can vote. <laughs> All point to this is like, yes, your kids are going to be doing drugs. They're going to try drugs. They're going to try alcohol. All right. And they're not, and they're putting fentanyl in weed. So if your kid's just smoking weed, which is by far probably a lie. And if you believe that you need to investigate more, because if they're just smoking weed, just smoking weed leads to a pill, leads to a Xanax, leads to a hydrocodone and hydrocodones. 100% of them, if they're buying them on the street are counterfeit. And if your kid is just smoking weed, 
there's a great chance that there's fentanyl in the weed, right? So it's, it's, it's what's happening. It's what's going on in the world. And if you need help, no, but if you need help, listen, it's simple. I, I work in treatment, guys. You guys can reach me at this number below. You can send us a message. I will help you if your child or yourself is, is struggling with drug addiction mm-hmm. or alcoholism or any kind of addiction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is reach out to me anonymously, and I will get you the help that you deserve and that your kids deserve. Somebody Absolutely. needs to step in and do this. You need to have the conversation because it's not up to me to do this. It's not up to the government to do this. It's up to you and your child who's at home to have a conversation to bring awareness to your child that the drugs that they're going to take is a 80% chance there's Russian roulette they're going to end up dying from them because of the drugs that they think they're buying are not what they are buying they are buying pressed pills it's not Xanax it's a pressed counterfeit pill mixed with Tylenol period I don't know you're giving them some credit I would have thrown in I don't know, whatever's cheap. Baking whatever's cheap. soda. Baking soda. Whatever. Well, here's the thing, and I want I want the parents, to, and again, as parents, if you're struggling, reach out to Marty. If, if you want a different approach, I do life coaching. I've dealt with people from married couples to parents to anybody struggling. The thing is, is that I grew up in a home where I could say anything. Yeah. It didn't go over very well, but it was safe. It was safe. We would get into some arguments, and things would get kind of loud sometimes because people would get passionate, and you're, you're trying to, like, get through the conversation, but it... At the end of the day, it was a safe space. Yeah. What is a byproduct of that is me and my parents are closer than me and some of my best friends. Like, my parents yeah. are my best friends. We have that bond because I can literally, I have come home, babe, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, but I've come home after having an interesting experience with a woman and been like, Mom, I think I'm dying. I got AIDS. <laughs> I made a mistake. No, it didn't happen, but I literally was in like panic mode because I screwed up and didn't want to go to the liquor store and grab a little protection. You know, like, but we I scared, had those conversations. Ah, that's a, that's a point, right? <laughs> we scared, like, during the 80s mm-hmm. and, and 90s. Mm-hmm. The government scared us kids so badly that there was no way that we would have sex without a condom back then. And if we happened to, we were scared. You were for sure dying. That's what we thought. Literally. So there's the point. That's what I'm trying to do with you about your children and drugs. I'm trying to scare you into reality and let you know that this is a real possibility. If you're not afraid, you're an idiot. You need to be very afraid because they're not going to knock on your door for any other reason but to notify you that they have found your child dead in a gutter, in a bathroom, somewhere that is very inappropriate to die right and you got to think about that was my child and that's the last thing that you will remember as somebody who has od'd is holy i just made a mistake and it's scary because you're like something's wrong and then you're out like i don't remember anything after that three seconds thank god i woke up three seconds and you know and you're going to regret as a parent not having the conversations as we have suggested here on this program even if your kid is that perfect kid, have that conversation so your child knows how to talk to their friends about things. And because they, know, they will and share they know, things with their friends. And they know what and and what's the if you got a child in high school or middle school or, or college, why not supply them with as much Narcan as possible too? And, and and here's here's another thing that I need to bring up. If you and your child don't have a great relationship, but your child and their best friend, if that boy or girl feels comfortable saying something to that parent, don't get mad at that parent. Yeah. Just because you're the 
asshole that didn't know how to have a conversation with your kid and make him feel safe doesn't mean that you have to get mad because they felt safer somewhere else. You need to take the win, celebrate the win. Your child opened up about something that they need to speak about. Take that as a sign that maybe you're not doing your job as a parent and, then, and you need to be more aware of what's going on with your child. And then step up and start being that child. And then thank that parent for sharing that with you. Absolutely. Don't yes. make this so uncomfortable for everybody. I'm so sick of this. I can't say anything. I can't do anything. I can't use these words. It's ridiculous. Get over it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's, that's actually true. That's what we grew up with. That's true. You know what I mean? But now people are like, no, words hurt if you let them because you're a pansy. <laughs> And you don't know how to control your own emotions. You, you can't even say pansy anymore, bud. Oh, I just did. Pansy, uh, pansy, 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 pansy. Cancel me. Guys, <laughs> if you're struggling with drug addiction or alcoholism, please, Chris is going to put the number down there. Mm -hmm. Put whatever down there. You guys, please reach out. You don't want to be here sitting here a week from now, a month from now, going, God, I wish I would have reached out. I wish I would have got some help from my, my child, myself, my, my wife, my husband. I don't care. You're not gonna you're you're not gonna want to regret this, and trust me, guys. That's I, the big I, one right there. Regret. The only people that regret things are the people that choose not to do something. People don't regret doing things; they regret not doing things. Amen. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for joining us. Like, subscribe, send this to your friend. Please. This is the main thing. Let's this send. Needs to go let's, viral. let's let's send this over to somebody that you know is struggling with drugs or alcohol, or somebody's maybe the parents who mm -hmm. are dealing with their children with drugs or alcohol, let's send this over to them right now so they can have this and they can maybe change the way so you want to hashtag hashtag, not my child because we don't need to bury your child. So do something about it. Hashtag not one more later guys.